Still live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only half of a podcast on the internet. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Half listening to the only podcast on the internet that forgot to introduce its main actor, guys. <laughs> I'm blaming this on dad. It's completely my fault. And it's the noobs <laughs> in the Whovian, where my name is Austin, and I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the, the noobs. And we completely forgot in our opening episode of season 12, Deep Breath, in the cast section, if I remember correctly, I just was like, eh, there's not much to talk about here. It's <laughs> just the 12 doctors. <laughs> it just went right yeah. along. Actually, I think I think I may have talked about Danny. I don't Maybe? know. I, don't. I, don't I just, know. but I was like, and I just went right along. Like, yeah, and then, as I was listening to the episode, we talked about uh, uh, Capaldi's age versus Matt Smith's age. Mm-hmm. And then I said, Corbin, make a note. I need to look up. How old was Capaldi and how old was Hartnell? And you were like, oh, I could look it up, but how do I do math or something? I don't remember. And um, (laughs) I said, had this convoluted way of like, look up their birthdays and then do maths from there. How is it convoluted? Does it (laughs) say look up the birthday and then look up the year the episode aired and subtract? Anyways. So when I was listening to that, I was like, oh, right. Yes, I need to do that. And then in doing that, I went, we did not talk about Peter Capaldi at all, at all. Mm. So um, and which made me think and I I meant to go back and listen when we did 11th hour. Did I I mean, I talked about Matt Smith. Surely I talked about David Tennant. Surely I talked about Eccleston. I mean, I would think so. So at any rate, um, Peter Capaldi, that's what this episode is about. Can we talk about? Peter Capaldi or introducing Peter Capaldi. So prior to Dr. Who Capaldi was already well-known. So if you'll remember, Matt Smith was unheard yeah. of. Like he was an unknown, which yeah. is why he's not my doctor. I mean, that was Nobody part of it was everybody was him. like, what are we going to get out of this guy? Nobody knew what to expect. Capaldi on the other hand had been acting for years and was, uh, already had a fairly popular uh, character mm-hmm. or two uh, that we'll get to in just a minute. So, for example, he was in, <laughs> he was actually in Maleficent, one of uh, mom's favorite movies. Mom's. Um, I like it. The I, newest I, no, I actually, one? Or the... No, the original Maleficent, not oh, the, not the oh. sequel. Um, but <laughs> the scene was deleted. <laughs> so, oh, he funny. acted in that, in that production and, but is not in the there. movie. Yeah, is not in the movie. That's maybe, sad. maybe he's on the DVDs somewhere. I don't know. Um, he also played Cardinal Richelieu, I think I'm saying that right, in BBC One's series The Musketeers, but he had to leave after one season, which aired in 2014. So do the math there. He had to leave that show because he became the doctor. So he was uh-huh. like, peace out, y'all. And if I'm, I, 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 what, what I wasn't clear about was, did that character continue with like a new actor or did they just like... Like, well, I guess that guy's not in the show anymore. I don't know. And he died. And yes, he died over the summer between seasons. Man, it's all right. That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Now, he was most well known as Malcolm Tucker in BBC's show The Thick of It. Um, This was uh, ran for ran for a number of seasons. Fairly popular. Uh, Apparently, Malcolm Tucker has uh, quite the potty mouth, from what I understand. Um, He is kind of known for ranting on this show. And, uh, and it was a show where I, I guess wherever it aired on, on, on BBC or whatever time it aired, uh, there was no problem with him just dropping whatever language he mm-hmm. wanted to. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again, this was like, you know, this was a, a fairly established character uh, mm. that he was known for. So I imagine for some people, like in the way that 
Um, I had a hard time watching David Tennant in anything else after Doctor <laughs> Who. Like I never knew him before Doctor Who. And then when I've tried to watch him in other stuff, I'm just like, no. okay, first of all, he's using the wrong accent. And secondly, <laughs> like what's with the clothes? Why do you have a beard? You know, like all these kinds of things. No, it would have been the other way you're, around. You're, you're not really David Tennant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> this would have been the other way around. This would have been an established actor becoming the doctor all of a sudden and you have to go all right you know he's this uh he's this well-known dude now how do i forget about all that and let him be the doctor so i imagine for some people uh that would have been a bit he's of a challenge he's not my doctor he's from the musketeers or whatever <laughs> no <laughs> i don't know that he was like super popular because oh. of that role oh, <laughs> so, okay. um now most importantly in my book right around the time of the big announcement in 2013 that Capaldi was going to be the next doctor. Remember we, we had that, that Mm -hmm. revelation special in October and I'm sorry, in uh, like August of 2013, right around that same time, world war Z was released. I don't know. I don't think y'all, y'all have ever seen that. No, I don't even know what that is. Uh, It's a zombie movie. Uh, Brad Pitt, I think is the, is the like hero in that movie. Cool. And uh, it's, you know, it's your typical thing. There's some virus that's, mm-hmm. you know, turns people into zombies and there's an outbreak and whatever. <laughs> there's some kind of virus. And in- Story yeah. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> At any <laughs> story of my life. Uh, you know, it's only been like five months. I'm just saying. Anyways, well. Uh, no zombies yet. That's right. No, well. You well, twenty twenty's got a couple months left. <laughs> Who had zombies in November for bingo? Okay. Uh, at any rate, uh, Peter Capaldi was in World War Z. He played a small part. He worked as a medical professional in the World Health Organization. So I, I was trying to recall his part because I've seen the movie, but it's been years. I don't remember him because I didn't know him back then, so I wouldn't have gone. Oh, look! It's Peter Capaldi. It's the doctor. But. Um, I think he was a guy that like, you know, he's working at one of the facilities trying to like figure out a cure for the virus or whatever. And so he is credited as WHO doctor because he worked mm-hmm. at the World Health Organization. So he's in the credit credits as, as trip face palms who as doctor. who doctor w, capital W capital H capital O doctor. And that's Remember, when they a decide- year before. His no, no, no. Right around the same time. Was it? Yeah. So the movie was released in 2013 and that's when the <laughs> announcement was. Now, I don't know, you know, what month of the year or whatever, but they were roughly the same time frame. Peter, we had a great new change <laughs> for your character. We're going to make you a doctor with the World Health Organization. <laughs> yeah. So at any rate, that was just a, a, a fun little tidbit. Uh, so now at 55 years of age, Peter Capaldi was the oldest actor to play the doctor since William Hartnell. Okay, so remember we said- I assume this Matt was Smith, to make all those fans complaining about them being young. Right? Shut up. So Matt Smith was the youngest to play the Doctor ever. Not just knew who, Followed but ever. almost the oldest. And yeah, and so here's the thing. Um, now, uh, uh, one, one caveat to throw in there. This is t- uh, specifically referring to ongoing Doctors. And also okay? people that have been called- the doctor on the show because he was called the war doctor. Right. And that, well, it it, ongoing doctors. So John, uh, John Hurt played him for the one episode and that's it. How old was John Hurt? John Hurt was, uh, 75. Wow. If I remember correctly. Older than Hartnell. Um, when he played. 
Okay, so that's what I was getting to. So so John Hurt, by far, at 20 years Peter Capaldi Sr., uh, when he played the doctor, is the oldest doctor, <laughs> uh, the oldest actor to ever play the doctor. Wow. Um, but um, as far as like one of the canonical, like ongoing, they get a number with a capital letter at the front yeah. of their name. Um, you know, we spell 12 with a capital T doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, Capaldi was the oldest since Hartnell. Now, when Capaldi first played the role of the doctor, this would have been in uh, the 50th anniversary special, right? In that same episode mm-hmm. with, with John Hurt, where we just have the attack eyebrows. That's, <laughs> that's all we get. But technically, that's the first, that's when he began the role mm-hmm. of the 12th doctor. When he began that role, he was 55 years old. When William Hartnell started playing the doctor in 1963, he was 55 years old. Oh, wow. wow. So he was literally, so my question was, was he older than Hartnell? Was he, the, he was the same age, like to the year wow. as, as Hartnell when he, when he started out. All right. So fun facts about uh, Peter Capaldi. Are you ready for some numbers? I kept, I, I kept realizing this was weird. Some of these facts, they weren't listed in this order, mm-hmm. but I was like, I've got like a, a a numbered list here. He was the first Academy Award winner to play the doctor. Now, what's interesting about that is the Academy Awards is an American award show, right? So like, I don't know, maybe there were some actors who had been uh, awarded with BAFTAs or something else like that from Mm -hmm. the UK prior to uh, Capaldi, but Capaldi was the first Academy Award winner. Did he get that from... Other shows, or he, was it from Doctor He Who? won for Best Live Act. No, 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 no. He was an Academy Award winner Both. when he was cast. Oh. Yeah. So he won That's for cool. Best Live Action Short Film when he wrote and directed wow. nice. 1995's Franz Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life, which, what? Uh, <laughs> so he wrote and directed that, and it won Best Picture. And so what he, about the angel saving the suicidal guy at Christmas? Is that what we're talking about? No, no, no. no so no, that's, that's a wonderful. That, it's a wonderful life. But this right. is a short story this based is, off of that. This is Franz Kafka's "It's a Wonderful Life." Kafka was a uh, science fiction. He was a genre writer. So again, I that is all I know about this is the <laughs> title, and then it won best science, uh, best live action short film in 1995. Cool. That's that's all I know. Um, he is the so the first Academy Award winner. He's the second Peter. To play the Doctor, remembering that the Fifth Doctor's mm-hmm. uh, the Fifth Doctor was played by Peter Davison, so now we have two Bakers, right? Yeah. We had Tom Baker and Colin Baker, and now we have mm-hmm. two Peters: Peter mm-hmm. Davison, Peter Capaldi. Now all we need is a Peter Baker. Uh, oh, weird. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> he is also the third Scotsman to play the Doctor, including Why? Sylvester McCoy, who was the Seventh Doctor, like- David Tennant who you'll remember did an English accent. Yeah. Apparently McCoy, who we haven't actually watched yet. Um, I yeah. think he's, I think that's our next, uh, sixth doctor. Didn't we do the sixth? I think we did the sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we did Davison. Yeah. And then we did the, uh, yeah, we did the sixth where uh, remember the, remember the clown. <laughs> he was, oh yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Keely comes in and is like, what is he? Wearing? What is this clown character in the show? What are y'all watching? Oh, it's Doctor Who. Well, who's the clown? That's Doctor Who. <laughs> that is, in fact, the Doctor. Um, so, at any rate, McCoy and Capaldi, you actually kept their Scottish accents. So, even though he's the third Scotsman, he's only the second Doctor to have a Scottish accent. Because uh, okay, Tennant didn't have one. 
or school Tenet has one. <laughs> the tenth Doctor. Tenet, yeah, Tenet, yeah. All right, so Capaldi was a lifelong Doctor Who fan, and we saw a little glimpse of that in the special that we watched where they pulled, like, there was some, I think in Doctor Who magazine, he had written a letter in at, like, age 12 or something, and it got printed in Doctor Who magazine. Um, On top of that, he actually sent scripts in to Doctor Who, kind of like a a lot of Star Trek fans would do in the 60s, Um, Star Trek. Hmm? Do Did that they? a lot? Was that a thing? I mean, people would send scripts in. But they would it doesn't mean anything use. happened with them. <laughs> Here's my definitely fantastic script. Yeah. Please well, take a I, look. I, I don't know about in the original series, but I know there's at least one episode of TNG that was uh, fan spec yeah. script. Wow. If thousands of fans accepted. send in scripts, at least one of them is bound to be uh, good. Yeah, eventually one of them has got to be good. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope. That's right. So um, eventually... He was invited to the BBC to visit the BBC by Barry Letts, who was the producer of Doctor Who at the time. And uh, Capaldi says this is what kicked off his interest in writing, acting, and directing. So, like, Doctor Who is what got Capaldi into showbiz and acting, right? Acting, writing, and directing. And then then he became the doctor. Yeah. So um, he's like, I want to one day be in this. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's right. Now, it's casted as the doctor. Okay, then. <laughs> well, that, that worked out surprisingly well. <laughs> now, imagine this. Okay, so speaking of, within, within the context of the universe, we've seen Peter Capaldi before, right? Yeah. Um, because he, Tripp, you're, you're saying, you know, he had this lifelong dream and now he like, this is it. Well, he before already that, did that in, he was on Doctor Who. In the and Fires we, of Pompeii. That's right. In the episode mm-hmm. of Fires of Pompeii, yeah. of Pompeii he played Lobus Caecilius. <laughs> and um, I didn't realize this. He was also on Torchwood. He was Wait, a, what? Yes. He played on the show Torchwood. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So um, he was a character named John Frobisher in series three of Torchwood. Huh. And he was in like four episodes. Uh, three or four episodes. So he was like a recurring wow. character in series three. So he got to be in Doctor Who. Then he got to, and later on, he got to do Torchwood. So he's kind of been like circling around in the Hooniverse. And, and then he becomes the, the doctor. doctor. Now here's the, here's wow. the funny part. Peter Capaldi exists within the fictional universe of the Hooniverse, of Doctor Who. Peter Capaldi. Really? The actor exists for people in, in this universe, the universe. Have the same face uh, no. it's a miracle <laughs> so there's a caveat of sort of okay sort of. so in 20 in the 2013 comic the girl who loved doctor who so again this is this is comic but we're going to branch out into this because this was so quirky i had to include it uh this was a 2013 comic right so this is end of matt smith's time i don't remember where this comic fell in relation to uh, the announcement of Peter Capaldi. I don't remember where this fell in relation to the 50th anniversary special, but it was around that same time frame. In this comic, The Girl Who Loved Doctor Who, the 11th Doctor visits a parallel universe where there is a TV show about his life. That's okay. cheating. So <laughs> That's way too meta. So now, that is like way okay, too meta. First of oh all, first of all, it's not the first time. Wow. Not the first time. I believe the eighth doctor oh, wow. also visited this parallel universe, which I wonder which, which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I wonder which one. Uh, yeah, so, so in funny. this adventure, the 11th Doctor visits Parallel Universe TV show about his life and meets Matt Smith. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I've seen like some of the artwork and it is so fantastic to see the 11th Doctor and it's, you know, it's a comic so imagine, it's drawn. Imagine you play an alien character on a show and one day out of nowhere that character shows up like <laughs> i am you but from a different universe and by you i mean the character you're playing on screen this is correct now <laughs> as he's interacting with matt smith he casually mentions the okay the 11th doctor tells the actor matt smith that peter capaldi would be a great choice to play him in the future. That's why, <laughs> this is why I don't like comic books. <laughs> that is, I mean, come on. That's fantastic. It's, it's not. not it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, <laughs> I just. Was this like after he had been casted? I, it had to have been. Okay. It had to have been. Because if it they didn't wasn't, make some miracle guess amazing. like that or anything. Well, no, they it would. It, I mean, it, well, actually, yeah, that's that's true. It would have had to have been a guess because no one else knew. So yeah, it it, it had to have been after August, yeah. after it was announced and everything. So, and again, I don't remember where it took place or when the comic was released. If it was before the fiftieth anniversary, after the fiftieth anniversary, but I'm almost positive it was after August when wow. Peter Capaldi was already known to be. Uh, the next doctor, but oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> I do not. I just it's so dumb. It's there was way, a, I way think there's an episode up. of Sliders where that happened. Are, do y'all do y'all remember me telling you about Sliders? No. No. So Sliders, think of okay. I I I call it Quantum Leap, but in but in parallel universes instead of time. Right. Okay. So instead of oh, hopping around cool. from from time frame to time frame and landing in different bodies, it's four people that jump through a wormhole and they end up in parallel Earths. And then every time you land, it's what's weird about this Earth, and then what do we do while we're here? Wow, okay? did you look at that? This Earth has us as a TV show. Yes, and it happened. happened. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, though, if I remember correctly, the TV show was written by a guy who was like, I don't know, a psychic or something. And really, he wasn't inventing the show. He was like psychically tapping into them and he was mm-hmm. literally seeing their adventures uh, and then writing a show or actual it, universe. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. Um, and <clears throat> so at any rate that I, I love it when shows are able to, um, to break the fourth wall while maintaining universe consistency because the idea, look, the doctor has gone to other universes before. Yeah. This is not so unusual. Dumb. Oh man. Y'all are just getting jaded. <laughs> It's so dumb. It's so dumb that it's brilliant. It's so stupid, it's great. I'm sure every sci-fi comic book series ever that lasts a long time has done this at some point. But even still. Something like that. Well, I mean, look. I'm sure DC and Marvel have done that a hundred thousand times. But it doesn't mean it's good. There have been uh, comic book crossovers between Doctor Who and Star Trek. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, just, just... throwing that out there apparently there was like a single comic where doctor who and the marvel characters crossed over Uh, okay sure why not why not why not um (laughs) just quick side note i saw a great picture today that was um it was people who were cosplaying in star trek costumes and they went to a ren fair 
Are you guys familiar with Renaissance fairs? Oh. So oh. Renaissance fair, think of, oh I think of like Comic Con, right? but it's all medieval times, yeah. basically. Um, you go and when you're there, you are in that time period. So like you don't wear a watch and you know, things like that. And don't so it was it was a bunch of people who dressed up in Star Trek costumes and, <sighs> and they were they were cosplaying time travelers. <laughs> So they were walking around a, a Ren Fair. And then apparently this is a common enough thing that someone shared in the comments that there was a guy who um, would go to Ren Fairs in appropriate attire, but under his vest on his lapel, he would have a Star Trek uh, Delta communicator. Oh Delta. my goodness. And so if he came, if he went to a Ren Fair and, and, Star Trek cosplayers showed up, he would pull them aside and flash the badge and be like, what are you doing here? This is a total breach of, <laughs> of the prime directive. Like you're ruining years of research. I'm oh calling, my. I'm calling Starfleet and reporting you and, <laughs> and then storm off. So, all right, guys, on that note, so on funny. that epic crossover note, we're, yes. we're just going to go ahead and close out this 0.5 episode and apologize for not oh, yeah. talking about Peter Capaldi. So as Tripp said, we're going to have to introduce Peter Capaldi after his second episode. It's like, yeah, sorry. Um, I thought about it. And because of the way our schedules uh, work, I, I didn't, I, there, I had no way to record it and get it in the feed in time. So it's coming out um, after his second episode. So um, that's all I've got. That's fine. That's fine. So, all right, guys, um, we're actually, uh, because things, lo we love to make sure that things stay wibbly wobbly in uh, Master Closet Studios. We are off to now record episode 116. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah. So, so we're well, doing the point five before we're, That's right. So, like so uh, we're off to go record uh, the episode that you listened to three days ago. So, see you in the past. Bye bye. <laughs>